you're comfortable. Just sing that out today. There's nothing. Today you see, oh, there's nothing better than you. Oh, there's nothing you the best we could have. Oh, there's nothing is better than you. Now, one more time, you see, you turn morning to dancing. You turn morning to dancing. You turn
Do you believe he's here today? He's here in this room. It doesn't matter if it's a middle school or your front living room, right? God meets us where we're at. He's always here. But how much more when we all sing together? We're like a big giant choir, right? <laughs> well, hey, we have a new song for you today. Um, it's called Jira. Jira just simply means the Lord is my provider. And um, quick scripture on that, Matthew 6, 25. It says that God takes care of the birds and the lilies. He clothes the lilies. He um, provides food for the birds. And so it says, like, it's pretty simple. You know, it's like it says how much more if he clothes them, right, he'll clothe us. And that first part, though, says how much can you add to your life? It says how many days can you add to your life by worrying? Like, that's crazy. You know, you've heard that term, like, stress kills. Like, it's true. And I think that more than ever in this moment, me too included, um, we're feeling that, amen. We're feeling that stress, that anxiety trying to come against us, whether it's finances or, you know, losing somebody or anything, whatever it may be. But today it says in that end of the scripture, it says to seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added. Not as, not as a, you know, like, hey, we seek God for things, right? And he'll give it to us. But like the answer to everything is to seek God. Like, like keeping him first, keeping him priority, and everything else just smooths out. I promise you. I mean, I'm 29, and but I've seen a lot already happen. And it's every time you come back to God, you close your eyes, you just focus on him. You say his name, Jesus. Everything changes. So today when you sing that, just know that he's going to take care of you. He's going to cover you. It doesn't matter if you have negative in your bank account. I was just talking with someone today. It doesn't matter if you're in debt. God is faithful. He loves you. And if you're seeking him, everything else will be added. Amen. So come on, would you help us sing?
thank you, God. We thank you that you're enough for us today. We love you so much. We thank you for loving us. We thank you that you're our provider today. God, we thank you that you're all we need in this place. You're all we need to satisfy. And I will be content in every circumstance. Jireh, you are enough. Man, you believe that today? Come on. Good morning once again, church. Would you find someone new next to you? Say hello, find a few faces, grab your seat. Let's have a fun day. Good morning, church. Good morning, good morning. That uh, that worship was on fire. Great job to our worship team. Like, you know, when you get the Holy Spirit goosebumps and you're like, arms are yeah. like, you're like, go, go. Like, it was just, it was amazing. And they probably got to hear me sing a little bit louder than I should have been singing. But that's okay. It's a joyful noise to the Lord's ears, right? Make a joyful noise. And you're good. Um, so good morning. I am Sarah. I'm AJ. And um, we are so excited to be here with you guys this morning. Thank you, Online Church, for joining us. Um, we are going to go ahead and continue in worship with our tithes and offerings. So I think um, AJ has a little scripture for you this morning. I do. My phone doesn't recognize my face for some reason. So here we go. It's the beard. The beard, the beard. disguises yes. it. Too beautiful. Thank you, Pastor Justin. You're very kind. Yeah. So I'm going to share this verse with you. It's on my, my heart, right? When we uh, decide to do something fully, right, we, we give it all. And when we give it all, we're, we're hoping for that, that for us to receive the preserve is eating right, working out, doing good at work, going to school, applying yourself, right? You're looking for the benefits later on when it comes, right? So this, this verse pops out. And sorry, it's in the King James Version, so I'm going to be art thou and thou and all that stuff, right? So here it goes. Um, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he who soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. It's the 2 Corinthians 9, 6, King James Version, right? So this is what I say. Whatever you're doing, right, and it's for a storehouse. Here, we're building the church, right? We're building the people. We're building each other up. We're lifting each other's arms up. So whatever you pour into, we're going to make sure we reap bountifully. It says in his words, Jesus promises, right? And I pray, I'm going to go come with me in prayer. We're going to pray about this right now. What's up? While the ushers come to the front. Thank you. Lord Jesus, thank you for the day. Thank you for each faithful heart and obedient heart that comes every day to fill your church and, and go out throughout the week, Lord. I pray that we seek you first, like, like uh, Brad was saying, seek you first, Lord. And, and what you do is you, you pave out our ways. We may be determined our footsteps, Lord, but you, you actually make our footsteps all the time, Lord. And we just want to seek you, Lord. I pray that even with our giving, it's all based on our heart, Lord. It's based on our reflection of you, Lord. I pray that we give. Uh, not sparingly, but we give bountifully, Lord, so that we can produce what you ask us to produce in our life, Lord, and this church will go out and fill this valley, Lord. I pray each heart is reflected. I, I can't wait for this new group rooted, Lord. It's going to be so good, Lord. It's going to 
produce seeds of uh, relationship within our congregation, Lord. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. That was good. And um, there's multiple ways to give. You can give online at livingstones.tv um, via link, the links in the Bible app or the church center app or there's a giving box in the back or we have these wonderfully handsome ushers that are passing around buckets. You can always give that way too. They all have beards. Well, some. Wow. Yeah. They're all trying at least. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so welcome to our first time guests. If this is your first time here, Good morning. We're not going to make you stand up and do like a dance or, you know, anything like that if you're a first-time guest, but maybe next week we'll do that. But um, if you go to the back, our lovely Michelle is in the back, and she yeah. has a little connection card that you can fill out, and then we have a gift that we would love to give to you, and it's a cool gift, too, I might have to say myself. But um, so, or you can do the Church Center app. You want to talk about the Church Center yeah, app? Yeah, you okay. go online and download the Church Center app. Android or uh, iOS and get connected. Just go ahead and look for Livingstone Church in your area. Get connected. We do a lot of things. There's men's group on there, women's group on there, youth, right? And so you get connected to find what's going on every week. And it's not about just coming here at, at, as a church on a Sundays. It's about doing life together. And this, this app helps you stay connected. So go ahead and download it. Yeah. And then where are youth at? Youth. Oh my gosh, that was weird. Apparently they are not here wow, today. High school is a they did year. not show up. They are sleeping in. Yeah. Just joking, we do have some youth, but they're all sitting spread apart, so they don't want to make a scene, and we won't call any names of people that are staring awkwardly at us. Okay, um, so youth is back this yeah. Tuesday at 7 p.m. Can I get a woo-woo? Mm -hmm. Sending yeah. our youth off to be poured into. Good. Um, details for that is in the Church Center app. Fight Club. Who's ready? Fight Club. <laughs> so... We're meeting this Thursday again, and uh, details will be online on Church and App where we're going to meet at. But, man, get connected with that because men need to fellowship together to build each other up. And Fight Club is we don't talk about Fight Club. That's between us, right? What, what happens if Fight Club stays at Fight stays Club? Stays at Fight Club, right? <laughs> and there might be some grappling. Adam over there, he likes to grapple a little bit, so don't, don't be scared. So it's okay. All right. Good. Um, and then this week we are so, so, so excited. We have our Rooted yeah. Life Group starting. Rooted. Um, we have a Monday group and a Friday group. Unfortunately, if you did not already get plugged in, they are full. So um, you guys will have to make sure that you get in next time. But we are super excited for that. So if you did get signed up, check your email. Um, and if you didn't get an email, make sure that you see me after service. You have been added to a group in the Church Center app, and your group will have the details about the upcoming meetings. But we are so excited to have everybody get plugged in and just um, grow together, be rooted in the Word together. Yeah, we, we have opportunity to serve twice uh, twice a month, even on holidays, to go down to uh, orphanage and once a month. It's once a month, yeah. Once a month. He's excited. Time. He wants to go twice a month, but we only get but to go But there's orphanage once. down in Rosarito, right? And, and uh, actually, it's Tijuana. There's two of them. But we go down there... Once a month, and we've been pouring into this community there and to the orphans for almost five years now, right? And they, the relationship is getting big and bonded, right? So it's fun to go down there and see and, and uh, pray over the staff. So if you want to learn more about that, we're going to have an uh, interest meeting right after service today uh, at the lunch tables outside. So Yeah, so if you're interested, um, join us out there, and we will get you all the paperwork that you need. Um, and then ladies, where are ladies at? Woo! Okay, we got some ladies in the house. Nice. 
Um, so we got to get connected on to Thursday, and that was great, getting back together with everybody and just kind of casting vision for what we would like to see in the, um, you know, and what we're doing in the future. And we came up with our first event, and that is going to be on January 20th, which is the third Thursday of the month. And we are going to be going to see a movie called Redeeming Love. Anybody heard of that? <laughs> Suzanne has read the book. She shared with us that she's read the book and it's phenomenal. She doesn't like to read, she said, and she could not put the book down. So that should speak volumes. If you want to read the book beforehand, go ahead and do that. Not is it, required. Is it a romantic action movie? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. But it's for the ladies. So men, you don't get to join us. I'm sure that you're crying right now that you don't get to join <laughs> us. But um, you do have to register because we are going to buy tickets. Um, registration is open on the Church Center app, so make sure that you get registered for that um, so that you don't miss out on that. Oh, man, there's a big opportunity next weekend, Saturday the 15th. is a men's conference locally. First time ever a men's conference locally, right? We got our very own Pastor Justin preaching there, as well as great other pastors in the valley. You know, Pastor Rudy Gonzalez is going to be there too, plus serve ministry. So uh, it's $25, right? You can register online at um, menofthevalley.com. And it's going to be breakfast and lunch. Starts at 8 o'clock in the morning right here at Monte Leon. And it goes to 3 o'clock. I'm going to be there. We're going to be there. Everybody invite somebody to be there. It's going to be awesome. If you want to change your perspective and find out who you are in Jesus Christ, come and, and meet us there. It's going to be awesome. And I'm going to kind of go out on a limb and say, women, if you have men in your life that need to get connected, right. send them. Send them. It's a non-intimidating. It's not like coming to church on a Sunday that might be intimidating, but send them to go get poured into so that way they can come back into our homes and lead us well. Because that's, that's right. what, what we need. We need men that can lead their children well. We need men that can lead their families well. We need men that are filled up and poured into. So right. encourage them to do that. Um, and then I'm going to also go out on a limb. Um, we have a lot that goes on here on a Sunday morning. This is off script, so please don't be scared. They gave me the microphone, so I'm going for it. Okay. Um, but if you don't serve, please consider serving. We have um, the same people that serve every single weekend, and they are out there, and they have on their smiling faces, and they are doing it every single weekend. So if you don't have a way to serve, we would love to give those people that are out there every single weekend a break. Even if you're like, you know what, I'm going to go out and I'm going to sow just a little bit for now by serving once a, once a month, we would love that. And God's going to bless you. He's going to double your time. I, I know that getting here early is kind of like, oh, man, I want to sleep in. I get it. I want to sleep in too. But I also know that there's work of the Lord to be done here on That's a right, Sunday morning. On. And so um, it would be awesome. We could use more greeters. We could use people and kids. We could use cafe workers, we could use um, setting up, we could use tearing down, I mean just everything uh, many hands make the work light and so if we can get more people um, in going on that same path with us, it would just bless the whole entire church and ultimately that's what we want so with that being said I think that, oh I have to give a shout out to Samuel because I saw a message on my watch that Samuel is watching me from home Samuel's a little baby, and Amber said that Samuel's watching, and I'm excited to see you guys. So, hi, Samuel. Okay, and now, without further ado, Pastor Justin. Yeah, woo! We almost walked the wrong way off the stage. <laughs> too awesome, too amazing. How's everybody doing today? Oh, tell me you're doing good. Are you doing good? Okay, just making sure, just making sure. 
Just making sure. Good morning, everybody. I'm so pumped today. Today's going to be good. Is today going to be good? It's going to be good. It's going to be good. God is here. Holy Spirit is here, and he's moving, and he's grooving, and he's doing stuff. We got the mules coming to the front, so that's awesome. Twist is coming up. Man. Sarah, can I ask you a favor? Can you run in the back and get one of, one of those gifts that we have for people and bring that to me? That'd be awesome. I'm going to throw something at somebody. It's going to be fun. Yeah. You get excited. Yeah. It's good. It's good. How's everybody doing online? Are you guys doing good? Oh, my goodness. I'm excited that you are here today. I'm excited that you're watching. If I'm pointing at the wrong camera, I am sorry. Is it that one? It, oh, it's the middle one now? Okay. Hello, middle one. Um, love you guys. I'm glad you're watching today. Glad you're online. Let's see who's online today. Hmm. Who's, who are the big commenters online today? We got Dorothy Faraganin is always watching online, which is awesome. I can't throw the whole thing at you because that will hurt. But uh, um, we've got Lynette Lawson watching online. She's not here today physically. No, no. I'm seeing she's double dipping. Um, we got some people. Mar- Monica Harper, The Bushes. Uh, Carrie and Alex, love you guys so much. Um, Carolyn McKinney, love you, girl. You're amazing. Stacy Carlson, got lots of awesome people on here. Uh, Stacy Vargas, a couple of Stacys making things happen. Melanie Newbold, love you. You guys love the people online watching? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I would, I would send, have them send pictures of what they're wearing, but they're probably in their PJs. Watching, watching church this morning, but I hope you got off your couch. I hope you were worshiping, just letting it all out, because you know what? If it's weird to worship in your home, that's not good. So you need to be worshiping in your home, amen? It should be, it should be weird not to worship in your home, amen? So, so good. Where are my paper Bible people at today? Do we have some paper Bibles in the house? Ooh, you got some stickers on your Bible? That is so awesome. That is so cool. Who else has a cool paper Bible? I want to see a cool one. Who has the coolest one? If you think you have the coolest Bible in here, put it up in the air. I want confident people. Is that, is that an Android or, or a, it's an Apple? That's not cool. Put that back down. Put that back down. You know, come here. Come here. Come here. You, you got the coolest one. This is the coolest Bible right here. Come on. You know what? Cool people, cool people need an LS beanie. That's right. Cool people need that. And you know what? Note taker. You're now a note taker. And this is for hot chocolate. That's all you, and you can, put, you can have the bag, too, if you want, and take all that. I'm going to keep this because this is important to me. No, I'm just kidding. That's awesome. Come on. Bring your Bible to church. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, my goodness. Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 14. Almost got you. I used to think, like, it would be cool to have, like, a dry erase marker for the guy that falls asleep and just, like... Just get them, right? Is anybody with me? Would that be fun? I mean, oh my goodness, who falls asleep in church? Oh, you're already sleeping. You can't raise your hand. That's great. Wonderful. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh, we're in day nine of 2022. Can you believe that? 2022. How many New Year's resolutions have died already by day nine? You guys got some New Year's resolutions just like... Kicked the bucket. Are you with me? Mine kicked the bucket yesterday, but I'm jumping back on the horse today. Amen? Amen? Oh, my goodness gracious. But, man, those New Year's resolutions, they should just be daily resolutions, minutely resolutions, right? Are you with me? I mean, some of our resolutions have already been postponed, right, to 2023, (laughs) right? Are you with me? Right? I know we got some out there that are just like, I'll try again next year. We'll give this a shot next year. We'll see what happens. You know, yesterday I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. 
Has that ever happened to anybody? Oh, I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I was cranky out of my mind. And I, I got all emotional. And instead of eating my normal 300-calorie breakfast, I said, hey, let's go over to Honeycut Farms and, and get some breakfast, right? And I got a breakfast that was probably like three days' worth of calories. And it was phenomenal. Are you with me? It was phenomenal. And then throughout the day, of course, I've already messed up the day. Might as well just enjoy it, right? Are you with me? Like, it's over. It's done. You know, we'll start again tomorrow. Um, but I had such a great day. We got, we got to go and hang out with, with this beautiful family right here, Sal and Adami. And, and uh, they just got back into their house after five months, right? They had, a, they had a flood in their house. I call it a flood. It's always better to exaggerate when you're preaching. It makes it sound important. But it was a leak that just happened to mess everything up. But uh, their house looks beautiful now, absolutely incredible. And I got there, and you know what happened when I got there? Sal, being the awesome man that he is, remember a couple weeks ago, he was like, he's the guy who lost 130 pounds. Yeah, that's Sal right there. Everybody look at Sal. Sal's amazing. Sal's more fun to look at than I am. But uh, Sal, when I got there, he goes, Pastor Justin, how are you kicking butt today? Remember, this was yesterday. I said, I'm not. But, but tomorrow I will. And so I remember having so much. And he called me out. Come on, tell your neighbor, call, I'm calling you out. He called me out, you guys. He's like, Pastor Justin, how are you doing? And I was like, not good, not good. He's like, it's okay. We, one step at a time. We'll get there, right? Such an encourager and such an awesome man of God. But this morning's message, tell your neighbor, it's called calling you out calling you out. If we got some people that want to follow online, I got some, do I have some electronic Bible people? If you got an iPhone, put it down. The rest of you, I love you. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I know a lot of people, they get mad. They're like, oh my goodness. You know, I, I, but I'm I'm just extra spiritual. That's all it is. I read the word and I remember that there was an apple that was eaten by, by a woman just ruined everybody's lives. And, and we're, there's still people out here eating the apple, but I'm just teasing. It's okay to have fun in church, isn't it? It's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to have a good time tonight but or today. Tonight. It could be tonight. We'll see what happens. It could be that kind of day. We'll see. Um, we're going to get into Matthew chapter 14. We're going to start in verse 22. Verse 22. Who, shout out if you're there. Yes, you are there. Who's, who, who uses the Bible app to do that? Do you, do you get my notes on there? Are you using them? Who's, who's using my notes on the Bible app? Is it awesome to be able to go in there and just type all that stuff in? Oh, my gosh. I love doing that. It's such a cool thing. You go in there and click on that, that uh, more button and events and get in there and get all my notes. It's all there ready for you. You can cheat. It's awesome. I love that. All right, let's get into verse 22. As we're getting into verse 22, we have to remi- remember as, as we're getting to this point, Jesus just fed 5,000 men. He just fed 5,000 men. That, back then, they didn't count the women and children, so we could, uh, we could guess that there's at least 15,000 people that were there, but that they fed with five, uh, two fish and five loaves. I'm making sure I got my math right. Um, but, and then he fed all these people with just a little bit of food, right? So this big miracle just happened, and then we enter into Matthew chapter 14, verse 22, and it says immediately. Somebody say immediately. Thank you for calling me out, Carolyn McKinney and Dorothy Faraganin. They're calling me out. They're calling me out. I'm going to lose. I've lost, five, I've lost seven pounds in like, it was like four days. So I don't know what I gained yesterday, and I'm not going to look till tomorrow, but we'll see what happens. 
But uh, in the name of Jesus, it just falls off right now. Amen? Amen. Amen. Carbs fall off in the name of the Lord. Amen. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. Verse 23. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. You know what? If Jesus can take time to pray, let's, let's take time to pray. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for the miracles and things that you do. God, I thank you for what you did in 2021. I know there was a lot of difficult times, but you also did such amazing things that year. And so, God, I just give you all the glory today. And, Lord, as we walk through this thing, and, and maybe we're failing, maybe we're succeeding by January 9th, but, God, we just give it all to you and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I'm going to go to verse 24. You ready? Meanwhile. Somebody say meanwhile. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. Now, I don't know about you, but this part of Scripture really hit me. Now, you're probably going like, well, no, I I know where this is going. I read ahead. I got your notes. So I read ahead, and I know this is going to be much better when you get to this part. But as I was reading this, I was thinking to myself, how often did God do something amazing, and then right afterwards we hit a storm? Are you with me? Does anybody feel that, right? It's like in the middle, everything's great. Oh, my gosh, we just hit this mountaintop. It's so incredible. Wow, look what God did. I got the new job. And then then when you get the new job, and then you meet your boss. And you're like, wait a minute. This isn't quite what I prayed for. Are you with me, right? All of a sudden, like, you hit a new storm, and your your kids go crazy, right? Like, oh, they they made it to a new grade, and and now they've got crazy friends, and I don't know if I like them. Are you with me? Right? The storms hit, and you're going like, goodness gracious. And I'm thinking of what, what, wondering what the disciples might have been thinking is, they're like, sure, Jesus sent us off into the storm by ourselves. Thanks a lot. Right? He sent them off in the boat by themselves, and he, he went up to pray. I'm like, I, I don't know about you, but I'd be kind of mad. Like, I, any of my volunteers, would you get mad if I sent you off to do something that I'm not willing to do? Are you with me? Right? It'd be like, oh, man, Jesus, where are you? You sent us off into the storm. I think some of us, if we're honest with ourselves, we felt the same way. God, you were there when things were going good, but where are you now? Here I am in this storm, and I I, I was with you just a moment ago. I, I, I heard you move on Sunday, and here we are on Monday, and I'm wondering, where did you go? What's going on? Are you with me? Anybody with me this morning? Come on. Are you excited to get in God's Word? Woo. Verse 25. About 3 o'clock in the morning. Come on, somebody. Finally, Jesus wakes up, right? I'm just kidding, Jesus. I love you. About 3 o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. Well, that's kind of exciting, isn't it? We've been in the waves, right? It's, it, night finally fell while Jesus was out praying. That means they've been out in that storm for hours. Can you think about that? Like when night fell... Between when night fell and Jesus was praying and saw them out there, oh, they're kind of struggling out there in that storm. I guess maybe I should do something, right? And then, then we're, they're out there going like, oh, my gosh, we're just trying to stay alive, trying to make it through, trying to get somewhere. And then all of a sudden Jesus shows up walking on the water at 3 o'clock in the morning. Don't you, 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 does anybody ever pray? You're like, Lord, speak to me. God, I want to hear you. Anybody like that? 
Anybody want to hear God speak to him? And then what if he waits to wake you up at 3 o'clock in the morning? And he finally speaks to you. Has that ever happened to you? Like, I've, I've been like, Lord, what do you want me to preach this week? And I'll be like, wake up at Saturday morning at 3 o'clock in the morning going like, Lord, now? Like, couldn't have done this on Tuesday at 9 a.m., you know? Maybe 9.30 after I've had coffee. Are you with me, right? Come on. Sometimes it's not convenient when God works. Amen. About 3 o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. Verse 26, when the disciples saw the, him walking on the water, they were so excited and so fired up. And they were like, oh, finally you're here. No, that's not what happened. Let, let's read. They were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. Are you with me? Like, these are the same guys that just watched this dude feed 15,000 plus people with nothing. Are you with me? Out of nowhere. And they're watching Jesus walk on the water, and somehow they're surprised. Are you with me? Have we ever noticed how this happens? God does something amazing. There's a breakthrough. Feeds the 5,000. Miracles happen. Get that new job. Get your health back on track. And then, boom, here's the storm. And we respond with fear. Are you with me? You know what? What God did yesterday, that miracle that He did yesterday, that miracle He did back in 2018, that miracle that He did back then, it's still the same God today. It's still the same God in the middle of the night. The God who did miracles during the day is the same God in the middle of the night. Are you with me? And some of us are in that season where it's dark. We're not sure how it's going to work out. We're not sure if it's going to work out. Is anybody with me today? I'll be honest with you. I've, I've had so many times where I'm preaching a word like this and I'm preaching to me. Are you with me? I'm preaching a word like this. When I'm writing this message, and I'm, I, I've told some of you how, how I write my messages, I sit and pray and I ask God, what do you want to do? And then he shows me one little breadcrumb and I go and pick that up and I start reading that and I start doing that and then he gives me this other thought and this other thing and I start picking up breadcrumb after breadcrumb and by the time I'm done, all of a sudden there is a sermon written. Are you with me? It's so fun just to sit there with the Lord and go, God, give it to me. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? I think some of us were going like, man, I just, I just wish he'd give me the whole thing right now. I wish I just knew what the plan was. Are you with me? I wish, I wish when, when Jesus sent us to the boat just to go across the lake, I thought that's all we were doing. I didn't know that for the whole night we weren't going to sleep. We are going to sit in a storm. Are you kidding me, Jesus? I would have taken a nap on the land and waited. Is anybody with me? Come on. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not up for this. I didn't sign up for that, Jesus. We did the miracle thing. I like that. Let's just move to the next miracle thing, huh? Right? Anybody with me? Jesus sends us off into the storm. Here's the first, first note for those that are taking notes. You got your new notebook out? You ready to take some notes? Oh, she's, she's like, oh, crud. I was supposed to use that? Come on. Come on. We're taking notes today. We're going to write this one down. I will trust God in the storms to come. I will trust God in the storms to come. Can I tell you something? It's not if the storms come. Did you read that? It's not if. They will happen. I'm going to do it in it. I'm going to trust God in the middle of the storm. I love I that song, Brad. Jira, oh my goodness, man. Like, like, 
It was, I will, in every circumstance, I will be content in every circumstance. Oh, I'm sitting there singing that song. Jaira, you are enough. I will be content in every circumstance. Then I sat there and thought for a minute. Am I content in every circumstance? Right? I don't know if I'm content in every circumstance. I'm wondering, were the disciples content in the middle of the storm? Is that how they responded? They were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. How many of us? When he's doing the miracles, I'm content in my circumstance. Oh, when I, when I get that new raise, when I get that new job, when I meet that new, new person, that new friend, that new exciting thing that's coming and happening, I will be content. And I felt like God was going, are you content? Are you content when it's not all perfect? Are you content in the storm? I was like, oh, my goodness, Lord. Am I content in the storm or do I respond terrified in the fear? Is it going to work? How is it going to work? And he's, I'm wondering if God's going, am I still God, Justin? Am I still God? Do you remember the, when I did that miracle? I did that, not you. Uh, we, we might be the ones praying and breaking the bread and, and, and passing out the fish. But God did it, not us. Sometimes we go, oh, I earned that job. Did you? Hmm. Last time I checked, we couldn't even keep ourselves from getting sick. We can't keep ourselves from getting sick. How can we do really anything? Goodness gracious. Are you with me this morning? Are you with me? Come on. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it's impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence. Somebody say great confidence. Great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. Verse 19. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor. Somebody say anchor. Trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the certain, through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. When we trust God, we don't just trust Him in the miracle. We trust Him in the storm. We trust him when things aren't going perfect. Come on, I'm preaching to me this morning. Can you, can you just give a shout because I need a shout, right? I'm preaching to me this morning because this guy right here needs to be content in the storm just as much as he's content on the mountaintop. Are you with me? This guy right here, when he's failing, when things aren't going perfect, I need to go, Lord, you are Jaira and you are more than enough. You are all I need. But how many of us, we need to do the same thing every day? In the middle of those circumstances that we don't like so much. Come on. When things aren't going right, we still go, Lord, I know you're in the storm. I know you're in the miracle. I know you're in it all. Amen? What storms are you facing this new year? Some of us, were just celebrating that we got through 2021. Like, thank you, Jesus. I, may, I came out alive on the other side. Come on, right? Welcome on to the other side, right? God got you through 2021. 
And whether you came out of last year on the mountaintop or you were getting there by the skin of your teeth, God was still God. God got you through it, and we celebrated, didn't we? We celebrated at midnight, some of you at 9 o'clock, for the East Coast. was the ball dropped. But maybe you've already made it to that storm on the other side. There's already a storm. You're like, gosh, that celebration into the storm. You know what's interesting when I think about mountaintops? Have you ever, you ever gone, uh, who likes hiking in here? Do we have some hikers? Got some hikers? You ever go up, hike up some mountains and hike up some big hills where you can get above the clouds? It's pretty cool. I did it in the Marine Corps. It was so fun. I, I, I loved it. As soon as we got above the clouds and you could look out and it's just like all clouds, like a big floor. But you know what's happening underneath the clouds? The storm. From mountaintop back down under the clouds and into the storm till you get to the next mountaintop. See, it's just part of how things work, right? Are you with me? We've got to understand this is part of the new norm. Are you enjoying this series so far? Did you, did you enjoy last week, part one, the new norm? Oh, man, are you starting your new norms? 1,500 calories is not a lot. It is not. Is it delicious? It is not delicious. If you, if you marinate that chicken really good... It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Let's go to verse 27 in Matthew. Matthew chapter 14, verse 27. But Jesus. Come on, somebody say, but Jesus. Oh, man, I love when Jesus sticks his butt in the middle of all my circumstances. Are you with me? Come on. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid. This is a word for somebody this morning. Maybe you're watching online. Don't be afraid. That one. Don't mess with me, Pete. If, you, if I'm looking at you, that means I want to know which one of those things is looking at me, okay? It's that one? Okay. He, he pointed to the other one. He's like, I'm just kidding. So that way I'm just talking over here. And they, like, then I'll just walk, walk over to that one. I'm going to mess with you, Pete. How's that feel, huh? I'm going I'm to talk to this camera now. How are you doing, camera? No response from the camera. The camera's not here today. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid. He said, take courage. I am I am here. Jesus is on the mountaintop when the miracles happen, but he's in the storm with you. He's in the storm with you. You're not alone. He, you're not alone. He knows that you've got to go through that valley to get to the next mountaintop. See, a lot of us, we, we, we get depressed. We're like, oh, I thought I was hearing God and this big miracle happened. These things happened. Oh, man, I got to this church and they were moving and grooving. And it was awesome. And then all of a sudden something happened. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I didn't hear God. Was I right? I don't know. Are you with me? And you're just walking through a valley. Oh, just walking through a valley. I was praying this morning. I, I felt so much anxiety this morning. I was sitting there going like, I don't know what's going on, but I feel this anxiety, and I feel like people are going through some anxious times right now, just dealing with anxiety. And oh, I just felt like I was doing everything wrong. I must be missing something. I must have forgot something. Is anybody feeling that? Feeling some anxiety? Hmm. Somebody say he's calling you out. He's calling you out. Here it comes. Are you ready? Take courage. I'm here. Verse 28. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you and walking on the water. Right? Nothing like tempting Jesus, right? He's like, if it's really you, 
I should be able to walk off this stage and just float on the air, right? Not so much. I'm not going to test Jesus in that. But Peter did. If it's really you, have me come out on the water. And I think Jesus was like, man, this guy's got a smart mouth. Really? Huh? Okay. Yeah, come. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> I think for a lot of us, we're like, we're like, God, if it's really you, like, speak to me. Tell me what you want to do. And he's like, I want you to give all the money in your pocket to that guy over there. And you're like, what? Um, I had a plan for that. Oh, that, that wasn't the plan, Lord. I was, I, was, I was waiting for you to tell me how awesome I am, how incredible I am, how my future is going to be amazing. I wasn't asking you to make me uncomfortable and tell me to do something. that. What if that guy thinks I'm weird? Are you with me? Come on. What if that guy thinks I'm weird? You, you don't think I'm weird? Come on, Sam. Sam doesn't think I'm weird. Oh, if I give you money, you don't think I'm weird? Bro, I, don't, I ain't got no money. You can have my wallet. You can hold it for a while, but there's just receipts in there. You won't think I'm weird. <laughs> Somebody say he's calling you out. What's your new norm? What if your new norm was just a different response in the next storm? Hmm? Anybody hear that? What if your new norm was just a different response to your next storm? When the storms come, not if, somebody say not if, when the storms come, I get excited. What if? What if I got excited when the storm came? Because now I can't get through the storm by myself. I know I can't. Are you with me? When you know you can't do something, what if you got excited instead of scared? Because you knew Jesus is going to do something. Jesus is going to do something. He's going to give me a story right here. He's going to give me a story to tell. He's going to give me a testimony to share. Are you with me? Something's going to shift and change. Are you with me? Hmm. Hmm. And when he says, I am, and calls me out into it, will I respond with faith? When Jesus says, it's me, I'm in the storm, I'm walking on the water. Come on, come into the storm with me. Would we get excited? Would we get excited? i got to be honest with you. I was so excited when God called me to be a pastor. Would anybody else in here be excited if you are called to be a pastor? Got most of you saying no. A couple of you be saying yes. I'm, I, I've got all of that recorded. You, you recorded that on those cameras. I, I saw a couple hands go up. Some things are going to go down. Are you with me? But here's the thing. I was so excited to be called a pastor. Called to be a pastor. But what I didn't realize is how much faith it was going to take. I remember I because I was making six figures sitting in my cubicle. Making phone calls and selling software. And I remember, like, I got called to be a pastor. I'm like, all right, God's speaking to me. This is going to happen. This is going down. Oh, my gosh. Like, they're asking me to take over this campus out in French Valley. This is going to be crazy. Like, I don't know. God's doing this. And then, and then they gave me my offer letter. Do people live on this? I'm like, wait a minute. My, my wife has been a stay-at-home mom for the last three years. If this is all I'm going to make now, she's got to go back to work. Like, I... We can't do, God, you didn't call me to this, did you? Like, I got to eat Chipotle three times a week during lunchtime. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do that no more. Are you with me, right? 
all of a sudden I'm like, Lord, you're taking Chipotle from me. Like, <sighs> We ask God to speak to us, but then when he asks us to do something that's challenging, I don't know if I want to give up my Chipotle, Lord. Walk out on the water? I mean, like, I mean, it's been a storm. It's been kind of rough. But at least I got my 11 buddies here with me. And you want me to come out onto the water, into the unknown, into places where, where I might drown? I'm sitting there thinking as a pastor going, if I do this, who's going to think I'm crazy? My, the CEO of our company came down to my cubicle on my last day. And he says, Justin, is it true? Are you really leaving us? And I said, yeah. And he said, you can't be making what you're making here as a pastor. I said, no. (laughs) He said, so why are you doing it? I said, because God told me to. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Listen, it's not about me today. This is about you taking that next step of faith in what God's asking you to do. When things look a little bit crazy and he's asking you to step into something that looks like it's going to go down. Are you with me? I mean, of course, when I became a pastor full-time, everyone around me was so encouraging, right? No. No, they weren't. Why? Because the, the campus that we're currently in now that is Living Stones Church, but the, this used to be Centerpoint Church, French Valley. This campus was failing. $200,000 in the hole. When I went, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'm in. I'm all for you, God, whatever you say, right? I I think I was probably more like Peter later on, right? I'm sitting there going, God, whatever you want, right? Let's go out, walk them. I'm going to do this. It's going to be awesome. And then I I came in. I remember walking into the church. Hey, yeah, I'm the new campus pastor. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I should have kicked the tires a little bit more before I bought the car. I don't know what's happening, right? But... I'm sorry. Oh, you're the new campus pastor. I'll be praying for you. Oh, man. I remember meeting other pastors in this area because I'm like, dude, I want to get connected. I want to know who's here. I want to know. Let's build the church, right? I'm going to build the church with other pastors. I love doing that. I went and talked to one of the other pastors. Oh, it's hard ground out in French Valley. I'm like, wow, this is just getting better and better. And I remember coming into church, and, and even the church members were like, well, pastor, it's almost summertime. No one's going to come. Just so, I just want you to know, it'll just be like the 15 of us that set up and tear down, but you know, we're in it with you. And I remember going like, man, you know what? I'm not believing this anymore. Are you with me? How many of us, we're just not going to believe that anymore. Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe people think that church is an institution. It's just failed too many times, and I'm not doing church anymore. I got to meet this awesome gentleman. I hope, I hope he's either watching or I, I don't see him here today but uh, tattoo artist, and I was talking to him at the, at the park this week, and, and uh, I said, oh, yeah, I'm a pastor of a church. He kind of looked at me like, you? And, uh, yeah, I said, yeah, I'm a pastor of a church. And, and he's like, where'd you go to seminary? I said, I didn't. He's like, hmm, that makes sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he said, but you know what? I used to go to a church up in Colorado where, where the, the, the pastor was a biker, and, and uh, he was kind of a gnarly dude. He's, he's like, so... Are you pretty down to earth? I said, yeah, I'm pretty down to earth. He's like, oh, okay, good, because I've gone to church before. Man, they're just so uptight and so religious. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to get that where I'm at. I usually, those types of people like run out of here, like scared. It usually happens. That's what usually happens. But you know what? God's just called us to more. Amen? He's called us to more. Here's point number two. 
I will respond in faith to the next storm I face. Come on, let's read that together because I think you need to hear it coming out of your own mouth. Ready? I will respond in faith to the next storm I face. Are you with me? This, this is important. This is important. Tell your neighbor this is important. This is important, you guys. This is important. You gotta say it like Gigi. It's important. It's important. It's important. We gotta respond in faith to the next storm we face. Listen, if you're in the storm right now, I pray that you can get excited. I pray that you turn Jaira on on your phone and you listen to it over and over and over again until your tears start coming out of your eyes because you're going, he is more than enough. I believe that he can get me through this. I believe that I'm going to make it. Are you with me? Pete's not looking. He, is, is there a football game on, Pete? What's going on? Oh, you're taking notes? Good job. I can't walk around when you're taking notes. You've got to keep the camera. Anyway. I was like, I went over here and I saw you looking down. I'm like, oh, crud, I don't know where I'm at, so I'll just stand in the middle. I love you, Pete. Everybody say, I love you, Pete. I'm good from there to there? Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is so good. I can just go wherever I want. You know what? It's just like that with Jesus. Man, when you're in his sights, when you're with him, you can go wherever you want. Oh, my gosh. He starts, he starts working in and through everything. Because all of a sudden, you don't look at your storm. When people look at the storm that's happening to you, they go, oh, I'm so sorry for you. Oh, you're, you're the new campus pastor? I'm so sorry for you. Oh, well, if you don't make it, it's okay. The last guy didn't either. Those of you that want to work at a church, you know, like, you're like, I thought everyone was going to be so encouraging and so full of life. And so, no, people get cranky whether they work at church or whether they work at your job. It's true. Yeah. There's just people. Man, look at the person next to you. That's a person right there. They're jacked up just like you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the realization that God is not only in the miracles and breakthroughs, but he's in the trials and the storms as well. Hmm. Preaching this portion of Scripture, it's fun to preach about feeding the 5,000. You know what? It's fun to preach about Peter walking on the water. But what about the in-between? What about the storm from one mountaintop to the next mountaintop? A lot of us find ourselves right there. And you know what? I find too many people that set up camp in the storm. Yeah, you ever gone camping in the storm? When, when, when the whole tent is wet and you get so mad if your kid wants to touch it because all of a sudden the water's going to come through now. Thanks a lot. Right? Are you with me? Yep, some people know what I'm talking about. Some of you are like, does that really happen? I don't know. Right? Yeah, if it's wet, they're like, ooh, I want to touch the wet part. Mm, there it goes. Yep, it's coming through now. It's coming through. God is in the trials and the storms as well. You know, a lot of the times, we don't get those miracles without something being wrong. Like, we get so upset when stuff is wrong, right? I mean, I, do you remember how Judas was feeling when, when Jesus went to him and, and they said, hey, we need to feed these people. There's all these people here. He's like, we don't have the money. Teacher, don't you know that the town is way over there? This would take forever to feed all these people. It's the same thing. There's a problem before there was an answer. 
How many of us are sitting in the problem right now? Come on. Come on. Something to get excited about. If we're sitting in the problem right now, guess what comes next? Guess what comes next? Oh, the answer comes next. The answer, the miracle comes next. Oh, it's so exciting to sit in the storm and go, Lord, how are you going to do it this time? How are you going to do it this time? Oh, when somebody comes up to me and they tell me what they're going through, I know they're looking for me to go, oh, that's so horrible. I'm so sorry. A lot of the times I respond with, I'm so excited for you. And they look at me like, did you hear what I just said? I'm like, I heard what you just said, but I know my God. I know what he does. I know how he does things. I know how he moves. I know that what's coming next for you, if you'll step into faith and walk out of the boat, you're going to experience something that no one around you is experiencing. While everybody around you is going, oh, I'm so sorry. It must be so terrible. I don't know how you get through it. Oh, my goodness. I, you know, I, I know you're having a hard time. I had a hard time once. It, it was the same, just different. Come on. Some ladies love that, don't you? You're just like, I just want you to tell me, like, your life sucks just as much as mine. Men are the opposite. You're like, just tell me that's not that bad. I'll make it through. Like, like I don't have to have a whole limb. You know, it could be, it's, it's going to be okay, right? Yeah, it's going to be. Like, men like their problems downsized. Women like their problems explored. I had a problem just like that once. So it was only different. Don't believe me? Oh, we do marriage counseling. We know. We know. I try to tell husbands, just tell her, you understand, and that must be horrible. And he's like, why would I say that? That sounds terrible. I'm like, trust me, she'll like it. He's like, really? They don't want to hear it. It's not a big deal. You'll get over it. Oh, did you hear that? Audible groan by the ladies. Men, when, we, when we're dealing with some crud, when we're dealing with our boss, we got some crazy stuff breathing down our neck, and some guy comes up to us and says, don't worry about it, man. You'll, you'll get through it. It's no big deal. And we go, yeah, you're right. It's no big deal. I can handle this, right? Oh, all right. Yeah. That's what happens when you go to fight club, right? You start, you start talking about your problems. You're like, oh, your problems suck just as much as mine. I'm going to get through this. It'll be fine. Whatever, you know, downplay it, right? Come on. Just the truth. Just, just tell them the truth. <sighs> mm. When we learn that God is not only in the breakthroughs and the miracles, but he's in the trials and the storms, that's when we get peace to persevere, the power to press on, and the passion to pursue faith. Because when we know how God comes through on the other side, all of a sudden, every single one, it's no longer, you know, we, we sit down. Make sure you got this angle. You ready? I'm going to sit down. Oh, we sit down and we cry about it. I thought 2022 was going to be my year, and here it is the ninth, and nothing's going right, and I thought it was going to be awesome, and where is everyone? I, th I, I had this plan that I was going to go after, and my friend that was going to the gym with me is no longer going, right? You're like doing all these things, and you sit there and you cry. And Jesus is like, get up. Get up, dude. How long do you want to sit in the storm? The mountaintop's right over there if you stop complaining. Oh, you're right, Jesus. Oh, I'll get up. Okay. You know what? It doesn't feel so good to get up, God. I think, you know what? Never mind. Ah. It's just too hard. My kids are too crazy. God, I can't do it. Oh, man, church people, they're crazy. I can't do it. Can't do this, Lord. I, can't. I don't know if I can believe you for more. I don't know if I can believe for more. 
The car, the car's breaking. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Come on, come on. You know what's funny? I preached that message last week and started this series. You know how I know it's going to be good? Because as soon as I walked out and I got in my truck, it started messing up. That's how I know it's going to be good. That's how I know it's going to be good. I call my buddy and I'm like, "Hey, man, um, the light came on and it's going, it's doing this thing. What do I do? Right?" It's like, I'm sitting there with the trailer on the back of it, right? The church trailer on the back of my truck. Ah, here we go. Got to call my wife. I, we're not going to make it to lunch on time. And I just preached the message about having a new norm and how this is going to be our year. And it's going to be so good. And God's going to be... How many of us are doing the same thing? I want to believe God, but oh my gosh, what is going on? I tell you what, listen, don't let those circumstances bring you down. There are people that did not make it to church today because of some sort of discouragement or something going on in their life that made them feel like they couldn't. That's the day you need to be in these chairs. That's the day you need to be in that chair. That's the anointing that is, there's something trying to push you away from what God has for you, and that's the time to get excited and go, "Uh uh-uh. Oh, something's about to go down. Something's about to go down. Am I right, right? I mean, I've told a lot of people, man, Saturday night, crazy things happen because Sunday morning's coming. My kids stay up later. They go crazy. They, they have accidents that go everywhere, right? Are you with me? It's like just everything that could go wrong starts to go wrong. But that's where you start to get excited. This is one's going to be good. Oh, this one's going to touch somebody's life. This one is going to be the this is going to be the message that pulls faith out of somebody and they walk on water. Come on, are you with me today? This is where things begin to shift and begin to change. Our God is faithful in the storms that we face. Amen. He's faithful. Isaiah 41 verse 8 says, "But as for you, Israel my servant, Jacob my chosen one." Come on, t- tell somebody you're chosen. Jacob my chosen one descended From Abraham, my friend, verse 9, I have called you back from the ends of the earth, saying, You are my servant, for I have chosen you, and I will not throw you away. How easy is it to follow God when things are going awesome? Right? When, when the miracles are happening, oh, I got to see them, meet this person. They, they, they got touched. And, oh, my goodness. They, I saw God do this. It was so awesome. And then you walk out to your car, and it doesn't start. Right? It's so easy to be excited about what God's doing when you see the good things. But what about the bad things? You are my servant, for I have chosen you, and I will not throw you away. Verse 10, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. I'm going to share a story with you. Um, I haven't shared this one in public before because it, it just happened like a week and a half ago and I shared it with his wife but I haven't sh- and my wife, but I haven't shared it with anybody else. Uh, my buddy Tony, who passed away a few months ago, I didn't really get time to grieve like I wanted to, you know? It was really hard because our church went through COVID and, and a whole bunch of people got sick and it was really hard and I never really got to fully grieve. The other night, the other night, how many of you remember your dreams? Sometimes, you ever have like super crazy dreams? You're like, what the heck did I eat last night that made that happen? Like a lot of my dreams don't make any sense. 
right? Most of them, it's like I'm in high school, and I'm like going through my high school, and, and then all of a sudden I'm like in, in, I'm in the Marine Corps, and I'm like shooting my weapon, and, like, and then that turns into like I'm sitting in the corporate world talking to my old boss, and, and none of it made sense how the story came together. Are you with me? And I, I wake up, and I'm like, what the heck was that? I'm like, God, these are the worst movies I've ever seen in the middle of the night. Like, what in the world? No, pick a plot. Are you with me? Like, goodness gracious. Well, I was having a dream like that, and it was super weird, and all these weird stuff, and it was one thing to the next thing. My, it's probably just my ADD in dream form. Are you with me? Like, going off to the next thing, and the next thought, and the next moment. But here I am in the middle of my dream, and my buddy Tony walks up, and it was almost like he interrupted my dream. Like, I'm in the dream. You know how dreams are. It's this, this like, out-of-body experience, like you're watching yourself on the screen. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I feel this, like, hand on my shoulder, and I look up, and it's, and it's Tony. And I stand up, and I look at him, and this was the, the day after New Year's. And he said, I saw you worshiping last night. I saw you worshiping last night. And I just wanted to come and give you a hug. And he gives me this hug. And I'm sitting there hugging him. And I'm like kind of falling. And I reach up and I can, I can touch his 5 o'clock shadow. I can feel the hairs on his face. And just as I feel the hairs on his face, I wake up. And I'm crying like a baby. And Chelsea looks over at me and she's like, are you okay? I said, I just got to see Tony. Listen, guys. When you're in some of the hardest times, I can't tell you when I was watching everybody get COVID and I didn't know what to do and I didn't know how to help everybody because I love them all so much and I don't know how to meet everybody's needs when everybody has needs at the same time. I struggled. But all I wanted to do was call Tony and be like, dude, let's go do something fun. Take me away from this for a minute. But he was gone. I couldn't do that. God will not forsake you. I believe that God let him come visit me for a little bit because he knew I needed it. Are you with me? I I needed that hug of encouragement. I needed somebody to believe with me for once. Are you with me? I know I have all of you, so I'm, I'm I'm not saying you don't believe with me. I know you believe with me, and I love you very much. But our God is faithful even in the storms. He's there calling us out, saying this storm isn't meant to break you. It's meant to pull you to more. Are you with me? He calls us out into the impossible. Are you with me? It's the new norm. All of a sudden, when things don't look like they're going to work, that's when God comes in and does something. When things look impossible. What are you going through right now where you're experiencing that same thing? Here's what I like. Here's Peter. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Verse 31. Jesus, immediately. Somebody say immediately. This is what you need to remember. God is going to take care of you. You're not going to drown. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? It's easy 
to trust God when he breaks bread and turns it into 12 baskets of bread. Like, whoa, look at that miracle that he just did. He just fed all those people. What a miracle. And when you're drowning, you're going like, I need a miracle. Are you with me? And that's when God comes in and says immediately, I got you, but why did you doubt me? Don't doubt in, don't doubt in darkness what God promised you in the light. Three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning, going through the storm. Don't doubt in the darkness what God told you in the light. He's got you. He's got me. This needs to be the new norm where we stop being worried about if it's going to work out or not, if I'm going to be without. But instead, trust the Lord and watch Him do a miracle because the miracle's coming. Amen? Here's the third and final point. I know God will come through. Come on. Somebody say that. Shout that. I know God will come through. Amen? I know God will come through. Are you shouting it with me? Because I, I don't want to shout by myself. I feel all embarrassed. You guys are embarrassed. People are watching online. They can. He- I put mics down here so they can. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. Everybody's looking. Really? Did you put a mic down? No, I didn't put mics down there. Someone, somebody. I know God will come through. Do you? I know God will come through. Oh, are you needing finances this morning? I know God will come through. Are we needing some health breakthroughs? I know God will come through. I know God will come through. I know God will come through. Listen, I've watched God do some crazy, cool, awesome stuff. And he's promised me some really amazing, crazy, outlandish promises. And there's moments where I'm sitting there going like, Oh, Lord, I know what pruning is, and I feel like I just got kicked my, by a weed eater. Are you with me? Like I just got torn down to the, to the stub, right? Like I've, I've watched some of the gardeners when they, when they come out into our yard and they take care of stuff. So I'm like, is that going to come back? Like what did you just do? Like did I pay? I could have done that. Like I could have cut it off. Like, and sometimes we're sitting there with God going like, Lord, is this pruning? Or are you just cutting me off? I know God will come through. I know God will come through. If I take that step of faith, I know God will come through. Amen? I know God will come through. If you read to the end of chapter 14, I'm not going to go there, but if you go and read that later on, Jesus starts healing the sick in the next hometown. Through the storm to another miracle. Are you with me? Through the storm to another miracle. I'm not going to sit in the storm. I'm going to get through the storm. Are you with me? Oh, why, why do we want to do that? Because it gives us our peace to persevere, our power to press on, and a passion to pursue faith. Because everybody goes through circumstances. You ever see somebody going through something? You just know, don't you? Some of us are crazy like me and a pastor and says, oh, they need someone. They need someone to encourage them. Others of us that are just normal people, we go, ooh, I don't want to hang out with them right now. Are you with me? No, it's just real. That's just real. Don't, don't be holier than thou. Get out of here. Listen, we're real people, right? And when we see some people, someone that they're going through something, you're like, oh, they're not having a good day. I'm going to walk the other way, right? It's okay. It's human nature. It's human nature. When they're excited, oh, I can't wait to see my buddy. 
listen, we're all going through stuff. Sometimes the most excited person in the room is going through just as much stuff as the person who doesn't seem excited. Are you with me? And that's the difference. That's the change. When you start to trust God in the storms and you walk through those things with Him, all of a sudden, they might be feeling downtrodden and beat up and like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I have what it takes. But I tell you what, I know who God is. I know who God is. And who God is is contrary to how I feel. But who God is is going to get me to that next place. And, and that's why I can walk excited. Are you with me? Things begin to shift in your life. When you shift your eyes to Him. I mean, Peter was just as scared, but he's like, if it's you, if it's you, if you're in this, how many of us are scared to ask God if he's in the circumstances we're currently in? We just want to believe that he's not. That way I have a reason to be hurt, to be bitter, to be angry, to be frustrated. Because if God's really in it, then it's not anything to do with the circumstances. It's me. I don't know if I want to wear that mirror in front of my face. Admit it that it's me. Are you with me? All of a sudden, if I shift, where were the other 11 guys? What were they doing? They were still scared, sitting on the boat. Well, there goes Peter. Hey, do you remember that one guy we talked to last week? We might need another disciple. Are you with me? He's, he's going to go play with the ghost. This is going to be awesome. Bye, Peter. He kind of annoyed me anyways. Are you with me? Peter's always opened his mouth doing dumb things, right? Oh, man, Peter's going to drown. I hope some of us can be a little bit more like Peter. I hope that your enthusiasm becomes annoying because you know who God is and what He can do and how He's going to do it. All of a sudden when stuff goes wrong and you look at, like Brad was saying, you look at your bank account and it doesn't have black numbers in it anymore. They're red numbers with a little line next to it. You're sitting there going, Lord, I know you can do greater things. I trust you. Where do you want me to go? Give, Lord, help me to meet somebody. I'm about to meet my next business partner. Something God's going to do something big right here, right now. I can't wait to see it. And somebody goes, wow, did you just get a raise? What happened? Why are you so excited? Nope. Actually, here. My bank account's red. But God is still good. And God's still on the throne. And God's still moving. And He's still still the Jehovah Jireh. He's the provider. He knows what I need and I'm going to get where I need to go because God is the provider. Amen? Oh, I hope this gets you through your storm. Again, like I told you, I'm preaching to myself. Our new norm is trusting God in the storms between the miracles. That's our new norm. That's our new norm. I pray that our church looks like a crazy church because every, why is everybody so excited? Man, isn't the economy bad for you too? Did you, did you get the vaccine so you could keep your job or not or this or that or whatever? There goes my video. I got to remember to say jab and other things like that instead of, sorry about that. Sorry for the people online. Hope you're still able to watch. Ah. I got to like write that on my paper. Don't say this. God's got me. God's got me. That's right. Dorothy knows that God will come through. Lynette knows that God will come through. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Carolyn. I am chosen. Dorothy loves you, Pete. 
What's that storm you're facing right now? You can see it. You can feel it. What's that storm you're facing right now? Maybe you've been walking through life from failure to failure wondering why. If that's you, I want to introduce you to my best friend. My best friend is Jesus. And Jesus walks with me everywhere that I go. And I believe that he'll walk with you too. And that you don't have to do this alone. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, this is a moment for somebody where you're like, gosh, man, can God be that real? Can God really get me through my storms? Could I come out on the other side? Have I been camping in the storm the whole, the whole time? That's you here this morning. You're like, I, I, want, I want to change. I want, I want Jesus to come into my life and I want to walk with him and I want to know that he's here with me. If that's you this morning, on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. And this is going to be your moment. If you're watching online, watching on Facebook or YouTube, put something in the chat. But if that's you just saying, hey, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to experience that. I want to have the real relationship with God. I don't need to be religious or be something else or be something that I'm not, but I want to know who God is and I want to have a real relationship with Him. If that's you, raise your hand for me this morning. Nobody's looking at you. This is between you and Him. You're like, that's me. I want that. I want that. Oh, man. <laughs> You don't even have to raise your hand. God already sees you. I see you. I see you, man. Listen. Listen. I had a friend of mine uh, share with me uh, the, the word machismo. Macho. And I remember him telling me how long it took him to let go of pride and be humble before the Lord. And I see it. There's a gentleman here this morning. I'm not going to point at you because I don't want to embarrass you, but I can see in your spirit that God is, God is speaking to you, but you're holding on to that machismo. You're trying to hold on to that pride because if, if you look weak around other people, it's part of your culture. You can't look weak. You've got to have it all together. But Jesus has it all together. You and I, we don't. We don't. We've got to let go of our pride and hold on to Jesus. When we hold on to Jesus, we figure out there wasn't anything to be prideful about. You know, in Romans, it says that no one is worthy, not one. That our righteousness is like filthy rags. If that's true, then everything good we do looks dirty compared to what Jesus could do through us. I don't know if I want the dirty version. Are you with me? I want to see what God can really do. I want to pray for those that are giving their lives to the Lord, for those giving their lives to the Lord online and those here in person. Father God, we give our lives to you today. Reckless abandon. Leaving everything else behind. 
leaving behind our machismo, our pride, leaving that behind so that we can experience the fullness that you have for us. Lord, please forgive us for our sins. God, that we can go and be a light to those around us. We give up who we think we are for who you've called us to be. You are the provider. You are more than enough. And I give my life to you today in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Lift up a shout this morning. Come on. Come on. Ah. Stand up. Let's sing together. that this message is supposed to touch somebody in your life. So go on to your social media today at some point and share this live feed so that somebody that will click on that from you and they'll go, wow, that's what I needed to hear. I'm so glad you posted that. Are you with me? It's just that one little act. You don't even have to say anything. You don't have to say it was awesome. You don't have to lie. It's okay. Just post it. And see what God might do. We don't know. They might watch it and not even tell you thank you. It's okay. But it could change somebody's life. And this week, let's fill these chairs up. Some people's lives need to get changed. Oh my goodness. You want to see miracles? Bring somebody who's not expecting God to do something crazy. And watch what He does. Watch what He does. Amen? Amen? Let's have an amazing week. We got rooted this week for those of you that signed up. It's going to be amazing. Men, we're going to be hanging out next Saturday right across the way there. Oh my gosh, it's going to be lit. It's going to be awesome. But let's do this, guys. Let's build our city up. Oh, somebody needs some encouragement this morning. Go and encourage somebody today, all right? We love you. Have a great week.
take a second to. Uh, we have we are going back to business as usual. School is back in session starting tomorrow, so we have full tear down and full setup. Going back to that. So if anybody would like to hang out and help us tear down, that would be amazing. If if uh, you can next week, be here at 8 a.m. and help us to set this thing up. I guarantee you, you're going to make better relationships, deeper relationships, friendships that you never thought you'd have just by setting up some curtains and some chairs. It's pretty amazing. So we love you. Have an awesome week. Thank you for your help.